0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: Can't catch, cow. Cal. Calvin Austin III is uh, enjoying a bye week here in Memphis. Great. Former Tiger, Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver, friend of the show, joins us now. What's up, dog? What's up, man? Always good to be here. Man, the last time we had you in studio, you had no career touchdowns. Zero. And now you do. Yes, sir. How'd that feel, man? It was
2: amazing. Like, um, when I, like, made the break and looked up in the air and saw saw the ball in the air, it felt like it was taking forever to get there, you know. (laughs) But then when it got in my hand, it's it's so crazy because, like, I'm – I can like actually remember me thinking, I'm like, man, I'm finna score Sunday night football. Like, this is crazy, and get got in the end zone. It's like everything kind of like goes silent, you know. And so, you know, that was just a um a, amazing moment. Like I said, I'm blessed to be back and healthy, and to, you know, to get my first one on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, special. man, and
1: and especially against you know the Raiders, right? I mean, it, of course, it had to be against them, right? I think I know a couple of Raiders fans. Yeah, bro. So, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I I'm, I appreciate that because cause I'm gonna be honest with you, I I I just hate that coaching staff. So you know, the more they lose, the, 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 the better I the feel. The better for you, huh? So yeah, no, I I think We're it was just, just it was per What about? Uh, how long were you in Vegas? Like, just, I'm just curious. As the you know, the professional side of that, uh, was it was it hard to to stay focused or what? So I I figured out
2: that like most people when they go uh, from East Coast teams go to West Coast they usually leave like two like two days in advance. So um, instead of leaving instead of leaving Saturday they leave Friday. But we still left um, early Saturday morning. So um, when we got there, you know, some guys, you know, went out into the strip, went to the mall and stuff like that. Right, right, right. But um, besides that, you know, it wasn't really... Too hard, you know, to stay stay Just focused. Just one night, basically. Just one night, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's so good. we ended up actually. That's when our we had the little plane troubles and stuff. And oh so my god! We ended up staying there a little longer than. Now, when didn't we y'all thought. have
1: more plane problems? Like, how many yeah, times? We, what's going on with the flights, bro?
2: Man, I'm trying to figure out that out myself. <laughs> but you know, I think it, I think it should be settled now. We should be so. Smooth what settling. happened
1: with the flight? You guys had to make an emergency landing after you won in Vegas. Yes, yeah, so we. So we um ended up,
2: we had to wait, like, an hour to, like, take off because, you know, something was wrong with the brakes, I think, or something. Okay. And then we, so then we ended up taking off, and then a bunch of the guys are asleep. It's, like, I want to say, like, probably, like, two in the morning or something. And so a bunch of the guys are asleep, and next thing you know, the flight attendants start, you know, waking everybody up, mm-hmm. scrambling down the aisles. And we're like, w- what's going on? They're like, you know, just put your seatbelt on, clear the aisles. This a Cold yellow emergency, or something oh like that. God. I never want to hear we're that. We're like, wait, what? Like, I've never, you know, experienced something like that. And then next thing you know, like, they're like, we're going to make an emergency landing in, in in Kansas City. And we're just like, what? Wow. Like, I've never, you know, never heard of that. And then that was Man. like, we had to wait like three, four hours for the next plane to come. And then we didn't end up getting back to Pittsburgh till like, I think 2 p.m. that next day. And oh my so, God. So I was about to say, that was like the longest. Collection of like days yeah. that I I felt, and especially being on the plane. Yeah. yeah, did you were y'all just like hanging out in the airport? Oh, we were no, we were on the plane for those like four hours we were waiting. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were look good team bonding.
1: Man, y'all, I'm like, it's, even the NFL, even NFL teams get stuck on the tar bag, bro. <laughs> you
0: got to play cards or something to pass that time?
2: Man, some guys were playing cards, eating, watching videos, and then after a while, like, everybody was like, let's
0: just, go, let's just go back to sleep. Man, I would be like, let's just drive, dog. Get, drive. Get, get, like, hurts or something, bro. Like, for real. Uh, you got to take me back to this, the 72 yard touchdown you had on on John and John's. Well, you ain't got to say it um, like that. <laughs> had you and Kenny seen something beforehand uh, leading up to that point? play did y'all know hey we got an opportunity here what kind of leading up to that had there been an, a, a, an opening that you'd seen
2: yeah so um you know we knew that they would probably want to take george out the game and you know put two put two people on him so we knew if we got into like you know a, a condensed set that we could potentially get a safety over george yep, yep. and then just one over me but you know i didn't you know expect um him to press um press so when i was when he he was pressed up, I was like, surely they're about to either bail or, or play zone. And then because I, I had a deep post on it. So I'm like, if he stay right here, I'm like, uh, we cooking, you know. And so the ball snapped and he stayed right. He stayed pressed man. And so from as soon as I released, I was, you know, when I looked up, I was, I knew Kenny was going to yep. put the ball right there because I knew we were going to have two over George. And so I was going to be the one
1: streaking down the middle. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a beautiful. That was, I mean, that's your play, bro. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that, you know, clearly they didn't have much tape on that. <laughs> right. But the jig is up now, yeah, right? They they didn't know are that you yet. Are you finding that you are getting more attention as a result of that play? I would say I, I would find that, yeah, guys are guarding me.
2: Um, Certain certain ways for sure, you know. Um, so that's one thing that I'm still like learning and stuff is how to um, ha- how to combat that. Right. You know, I know guys are gonna either play play off on me, try to get hands on and stuff like that. So you know, I'm still just um, trying to diversify my toolbox and right. and just have diff- different ways of getting open and reading that coverage.
1: Yeah, uh, we're talking to Calvin Austin the third here in studio. Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver going to be out. Uh, are you going to be at the Memphis game? Because there has been a lot of controversy as to whether or not you will be in attendance. Will you be there tomorrow for the game against Tulane? Lord willing, I will be in
2: attendance. So pack the bowl, pack the bowl, hey. pack the bowl, pack the bowl. Man.
1: We'll, we'll get into that uh, in just a minute. But, you know, one of the one of the cool things, obviously we root for you because you're a Tiger, you're a Memphian, you're a friend of the show. And so one of the cool things, just sort of watching, I, I even noticed in preseason, I don't know if you like took a, I think you might have taken a punt return. Um, maybe that was well, not a touchdown, but you know it was a long one, mm-hmm. and just seeing Tomlin's reaction, like Mike Tomlin was so excited for you, and it and it came through. And I'm sure part of that was because like you were injured last year yeah. and he didn't have a chance. But it just feels like to me, just from the outside, that he really believes in you as a player. Um, what's it just sort of been like playing for him now, actually doing it on the field as opposed to sort of watching it from the sideline?
2: Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, I say like. Coach Tomlin is a true a true players coach and so you know he definitely knows how to um how to relate to his players and one of the big thing I one of the big things I think that he does very well is he um he, he, he motivates and challenges his players. And so um being out on the field like well le- leading up to the week of whatever game it is, you're going to know your wh- whatever challenge he puts in front of you and whatever the and, like, whatever you need to do to, you know, um, help out that game because throughout the week, like, it's not going to be any secrets about it. And so when you get there on game day, you already know um, the expectations and, and what lies out in front. And so your only job is to go out there and, and, and execute. And I think that's why, you know, he shows that emotion and stuff because – it's not just no spur spur of the moment thing. Like it's been leading up, it's been a, a build up of okay, you need to um, improve on this. We're gonna be um, you need to help the team win by doing this. So once a um, coach lays out those expectations for mm-hmm. you, you know he give a capable man those tools. Then you know we all we have to do is do is do, do the rest.
0: Uh, Everyone is big, but you get a, a even bigger one when it's a division when You get over Baltimore. Just how how much uh, how how much was Tomlin talking about? That opportunity. I know, you know, sort of it looked like for a minute Baltimore might run away with the division. Now it looks wide open. You guys sitting at three and two. uh, How big a win was that for y'all?
2: It was a huge win, and um, I I guess the biggest part of it was just the the history between the Ravens and the Steelers. And um, leading up into the week, um, Coach Tomlin just was telling us about because obviously he's been in many of those so many wars, so many of them. And so it was just telling us like how many. Instances that it done came down to the last possession and just really getting us um, re- ready for the the it's AFC North football, but it's also Ravens versus Steelers football. Yep. So that in and of itself makes it you know a little more edgier com- and, and competitive. And so um, you could definitely feel that when you when you're out there, that it's a it's a definitely a physical game and the intensity of behind it was just, you know, amazing. And so to be able to to come out there with a win, huge. especially before the bye week, was huge.
0: Are you seeing week-to-week improvement, more command of the offense from your guy Kenny Pickett?
2: Oh, yeah, most definitely. And um, I just see it in terms of his his leadership just mm. on and off the field. You know, I think that as the season went on, he's definitely done stepped up into that role even more and become more vocal, challenging guys, and just, you know that why I said I remember earlier, last time I was on the show, I was, just, I, I was talking about, and I was like, just his competitiveness he's makes you. How he's a dog, you, you he's a dog. Me, so. yeah, yep. like you want to go out there and and, and compete with them and for him and stuff. Yep. So, um, j- just seeing how that done continued to grow and actually being able to be out on the field with them, you can feel when he we in the, when he's in the huddle that like he's got control of it and he's he's a fighter.
1: Yeah, what's it like, because uh, I even I even see, like, stuff on my timeline about, like, the OC and the play call and stuff, and obviously that gets a lot louder when you're not performing, like, and you're not really a guy that's used to, you know, losing. It's yeah. not something that you've really ever done. So, like, what was it like just sort of being in that? Is it is it easier to sort of, like, compartmentalize in the NFL where everybody's, like, pros and, like, they've been through the ups and downs? Like, just sort of take me through that as a young player, weathering that Oh, I was about to say that's probably the
2: biggest difference I feel like from just being a, a professional now is like the you you have to compartmentalize everything. Like you can't whatever the line is. If, let's say the line was struggling, or the or the running backs were struggling, or whatever. Like yep. you cannot focus on that, like because you have such a big job that that you you are required to do yep. that you almost like you can't give any attention to it because it's like then when it's your when it's your your moment to come you don't want to have given so much energy thinking about other people and other stuff that you waste your opportunity that's right and so i think and this just and that's just what i've continued to learn about being a professional like there's gonna be you know outside noise people fighting different battles but yep you have to focus on your own battle just because you don't want when it like i said when it comes to that you to miss miss out on your opportunity, which in turn is gonna hurt you and the team even more. So you just want to really just focus on you and um, just trust that everybody else is gonna be be a pro and get their
0: stuff together. Uh, John mentioned this one, so I gotta give him the credit. But a, a bye week this early, it, blessing or a curse? Because you got such a long season and there won't be any break after the rest of this. How how do you look at it?
2: Um, so I'm kind of I guess this will be my first taste of it, and so um. I'm kind of. I guess I'm just kind of going with the flow at this point. But you know, I've done from some, some of the, old oh, from some of our vets and older guys, they've kind yeah, of. Yeah, they're salty about it. Yeah, they're salty about it. So I'm like, I'm like, I guess I'll kind of fill it yep. out now and be like, get in January and be like, man, yep, it's been long. But you know, um, yes, yeah, so I guess this will be my first first a- a- experience
1: of it. Yeah, because I, I was watching the uh, Texas Oklahoma game last weekend and Baker was on there and they were on by. Already last one, oh, they already had this. Yeah, so he was super. He's like, eh, I don't know, we 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 just kind of got started, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Man, like you like break, you're not even your your body's not even like really that broken down yeah. yet. You know what I'm saying? You want that week nine, you week know what nine, I mean? Week ten, yeah. Um, what's uh, just watching the defense and specifically like T.J. Watt, like is it just kind of like blow your mind how how much havoc that dude wreaks? Yeah, and I think the guy that people forget about a lot is.
2: Alex on the other side, yeah, Highsmith. Yeah, so I think just how he has continued to develop and become a force himself yeah. is helping his help helping TJ. But you know it's crazy because we were watching film the other day and like he was still TJ was still getting blocked by like three people. Like the they had the tight end, the tackle, and the running back come help. So like he did still obviously garn- garnishes all that attention. But you know anytime he does something like it's not crazy because like. We've seen it so many times, and we know that like, if you ever try to block him one on one, do any type of play action pass, like nine times out of ten, is he's gonna be a turnover or yep. just a sack. Yep. And and with him, it's like he's just a, a turnover waiting to happen. And it's almost like you know you get those those late game moments, and you're just like, okay, so when is TJ about to make that exactly. game changing play? Did it
1: again uh, on
0: Sunday. Yep. Was it like a fumble?
1: Yeah. Fumble, a pick sack, something? Yeah. yeah. Something like that.
0: Yeah. Um. That Chub injury, I know his other squad, but y'all, <clears throat> and I know I, I Mika, I guess, you know, some people on social media or whatever else were questioning whether or not it was a clean hit. I know he's always flying around and he always lays it out there, but got to be tough after, you know, last year you're sitting down and watching Anytime time you got a pro go down, a guy that's been through as much as he have, to see him go down, that must have been tough to, to watch. I
2: was about to say, yeah, ever, it's like one thing about being being like in the pro is like any you see that stretcher come out, like, Yeah, like nobody likes that. You know what I'm saying? And it can be
0: taken so fast, bro. So
2: fast and like the and the type of season he was already having debt early, you know what I'm saying? So um it's just ah hate to see it and we'll be and be praying for them. And what else people don't, sometimes don't realize is that, like, yeah, we're on on different teams, but like we have some Georgia players for sure. Like you right. know, so yeah. it's like it's people you you never want to see anybody get hurt. You know, you want to see a good physical football game, but you never want to see anybody
1: go down. <laughs> so in terms of and we're talking to uh, Calvin Austin the third here, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver, former Tiger star. In terms of what you wanted to just do, you know, professionally this year. Do you feel like it's 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 sort of happening for you, like establishing yourself? Deontay's coming back, I know that. But do you feel like you've sort of, uh, to this point, you know, you're where you sort of want to be on that trajectory? Somewhat, you know.
2: Um, I'll be lying if I said I didn't have it set a little higher than that. So, you know, um, I still definitely have a lot of work to do. But um, I guess, and not the next, this next, like, what, three-fourths of a season that we have left, yeah. um I definitely done set the bar very high for myself. And um, hopefully, you know, Lord willing, we're talking after the season, I can talk about how I met those expectations. But um, I definitely done um, been proud of the fact that I've been on on the field, got that experience. And I feel like I'm, you know, just started to, like, settle in, you know, um, going through each game and stuff like that, just getting the, the feel for the flow of each game. So I, um, I definitely think that for the second half of the season that I, I got my expectations high, but I do expect to reach them.
0: Feels like this, this uh, you mentioned the AFC North that it could come down to the last game yep. with everybody just beating each other up. You feel like it's gonna be close down the stretch. Always. So what yeah. y'all are telling each other what Tomlin's saying.
2: Yep, and that was kind of been what we've been saying throughout the whole year. Like the last couple years, we've been needing help at the end, mm-hmm. you know. And so this year we just want to, you know, take, have full, full control. So that's why um, getting the game versus the Browns and the Ravens any huge. AFC North game, yep. especially early, is huge.
1: Yeah, uh, and then we have a big game tomorrow for Memphis sure. football. I uh, know you, you said you're going to be in the building. Um, I don't know how much of this team you have been able to watch. but I've watched a great bit. Have, I have you? keep up a lot, yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right, so what do you think in terms of just this matchup tomorrow?
2: It's gonna be a good one, you know. Um um Clayton tune well what what his name? Michael Pratt. He's yeah, playing Pratt. for Tulane, he's back for Tulane. Yeah. So um, you know, with Tulane, they're always gonna have a good offense and they show different, you know, formations and stuff. And then their their front seven on defense is always good. But with Memphis, man, um I just have a great deal of belief in Seth. You know, this is a big game, but he's been in many big games. Yep. And um, just how the receiving core has continued to develop with Rock, Demir, Kobe, and um, just the, the the running game with Blake. Yep. Man, that dude is a beast. And so um, I definitely, you know, I obviously expect Memphis to win. And um, it's it's funny because on our on our practice squad we got Deuce Watts, and he's a former Tulane player. So you know we we got a little fun bet going on mm-hmm. about the game. So, but I I think I think we're gonna take that
0: dub. Uh, knowing him as well as you do, what kind of you know John and I have said that that Silverfield needs to go into this one just you know coaching as aggressively as possible, pull out all the stops, maybe a trick play, maybe you're going for it on on fourth down. What what sort of pregame speech do you expect from Silfield who's you know, he's been good at home, 19 and four at Simmons Bank. But you're four and a half point underdogs to a team that's been picked, you know, to win the AAC. What kind of silver field do you expect before this game? What's he saying?
2: Pumped up and just talking about the fight. You know, that's all it's going to come down to is just fight. And um, yeah, it's going to be X's and O's here and there. But with a team versus like 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 Tulane that I done played in the past too, is they're very. Physical, you know, and they come with a great deal of of energy. And I think that's kind of how they try to start the game early to try to get that control. So I think just from the first kickoff is just like have that fight and energy to set the tone. You don't want to come out flat to a team like Tulane because their type, yeah, you can't. Their type is going to get on you early and and then start to try to get the run game going, get the pass rushers going. So um, I just think from the first kickoff is just talk about that fight and that, that
1: energy. No, you're not a rookie anymore. But like, who's your vet? Like, who's your who's your older guy, man? That you're like that. Is there a guy that you just like turn to and y'all like rock with each other off the field?
2: Um, so I would probably say Allen Robinson. Okay, former um, right. Bar- Bear. Bar- 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 yeah, he's um <laughs> one guy that, and it's and I about to say like obviously he's been in the league ten yeah. ten years, tons of success. So. Yeah. Um, it, it's just funny because like sometimes he sealed the him, game against the Raiders. You sealed it, yep. And yep. so, um, it's just funny sometimes talking to him and like he has like so many stories of just like right days from the Jaguars, the Bears, yep. like giving me insight on you know what how the how the organization did them or how the contract stuff work and like yep. i will just it's crazy like when you have like a a vet like that, how much stuff you learn and um. So I just – sometimes we'll just be talking and just, like – I'll just be just, like, wide I just, like, listening to all the stories. It's just, like, this is, like, golden, you know, because, like, um, obviously for him to, to play it as long as he has, that's something that I, I want to do as well. So, you know, I just continue to pick his mind and just, yeah. just listen to whatever you got to say. Dig that.
0: I know after the – uh the, it, it was the loss to, to Houston. I saw a lot of folks, you know, whether it's Pittsburgh fans or whatever, a ton of criticism – uh, about you guys? Do you tune social media? Do you, LeBron turns it off during the season. Do you do you go out and read it if it comes, or how do you, and what's Tomlin told you about sort of the, you know, the critics and the social media stuff?
2: Um, so I've, I kind of got this from Kenny, because I was talking to him but, um, during the, the preseason, um, so I stay off Twitter. I may, okay. you know, get on Twitter maybe once or twice a month, or maybe after a game. Sometimes it depends, but so I stay off Twitter and just usually be on on Instagram because you can control more exactly. what you see, you know. So um, I kind of took that from I got that from Kenny and um, Coach Tomlin. He always just you know tells us that you know there's gonna be that outside noise, but y'all one of the things I love that he says is like when you when when, when you win you say little when you lose you say less. So it's always just like about that. not saying too much, regardless of of what goes on, and just being you know aware of. You know, the outside noise is going to be there. And that's what it's – I mean, we we have fans. We have media. You, 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 We're supposed to have that. But it's like you just got to be in control of you and control what you can control. Yeah.
1: yeah, we got Calvin Austin III here in the building. Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver, former Tiger. Exciting news. I heard the news. I was told I could break this news. You can talk about it. New flavor coming to the Wing Guru. Yes, sir. Billy's paying you for this, right? <laughs> uh, new flavor coming to uh, the Wing Guru called – can't catch cow. Triple C, baby. Can't catch cow. Triple yes, C. Were you involved in the uh, you know the process of the flavor? I was involved, so you know
2: it's a kind of like a honey gold dry rub. Okay. So it's kind of different in, okay. in, in, in that sense. But um, I'm, I'm I'm very excited. Obviously, I've been working with the Wing Guru since my um my senior year at Memphis. Yep. And um, I love working with. With with Billy and his team. They've been incredible. So um this has been in the works for a little bit, so I'm definitely excited to get it out there and you know, see what the public says. Yeah. I wanna
0: say I think one is it your tight end, Rodney Williams is like the second, third uh, straight tight end yeah, is like part owner Rodney, of the one uh, and I don't know. Uh, Rodney Williams.
2: He, yeah. yeah, he's a he's a part owner of the one, the new ring guru location in, yeah. in Arlington. And, and you me. know, we've been up at in Pittsburgh talking about, you know, some I you know. we've, been, yeah,
0: I we've figured.
2: been talking about some moves and stuff. So He got the um, safety,
1: right? Didn't he recover the ball in the in the oh, end Oh yeah, he got the yeah yeah yeah. Well, they yeah. end
2: up ruling it out of bounds, but you know he still yeah. got the picture and stuff. Yeah, so that's, that's Yeah,
1: that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. but I
2: say that it's definitely cool having. I'd be telling people like when they ask like, is anybody else there from Memphis? I'm like, yeah, Rodney. He's he didn't go to the University of Memphis, but he's actually you know from right, Memphis. Right, right, right. So right. it's always cool to have another have another guy from Memphis up there. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: one more. You mentioned him. I just want to know if if you see it in in him, uh, Blake Watson. Does he have a chance to play on Sundays? Oh yeah. Most definitely. And um why do you say
2: that? You can tell. I mean, when you watch I'm about to say, especially now, I don't I'm not gonna say something I'm getting older, but just older just in terms of watching football, I can see how easy it is now when you can tell that somebody's is a little different, yep, you know. A pro. And just yeah, he's it's, it's a pro. And so just watching how he runs the ball and he gets he'll make a twenty yard run when it was really only five yards there. Yep. And so when you see stuff like that, that's when you're like, okay. And it's not like, you know, because some guys it's like they had a 20-yard run and they're like, and you know, people happy, but it's like, nah, he really should have scored that one. Mm-hmm. But with him it's like he really shouldn't have made it that far, but he, you know, did. And so just from that, his obviously running the ball out the backfield receiving-wise. So just just from that, he kind of, you know, Give Me shades of that kind of boy in, boy in Philly. Yeah, any game where it kind of reminds me of him a little bit, man. It
0: constantly keeps the legs moving, it constantly keeps the It's constantly moving. That's strong. a pro,
1: right? Yeah, it's a, a lot of Memphis in the league, man. A lot of it. I mean, I love it too. Who are playing, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, even uh, uh, Bryce in, in New York, bro, he's a he's a menace, man. I'm
2: you know, Bryce has been a force for the last for since he's really been in the league, yep. but I'm kind of glad. I'm, I'm just so happy to see now that the whole entire league is starting to, to recognize it. And it's funny because, like, me and Bryce, we probably talk at least once a week. Wow. Once a week. So, like, and wow. it's just with a, 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 all of the Memphis guys around the league, I probably don't talk to all of them, you know, once a week. But right. But we always keep in, keep in contact. You know, if somebody yes. does something, like, we're reaching out and stuff like that. So, um, it's I, I just love it because I take so much pride in being from Memphis and to have more guys in the league. Like, I, I love it. I Dude, think we, exactly. we got
0: one, uh,
2: Yeah, He oh, was actually our secondary yep. so banged up. Yep. He was yep. out there, bro. Yeah, I'll be talking to his um his, his twin brother a lot. And just to see, man, I'm just going to say, like that just makes me so happy seeing Q. Because yep. it's like, man, a lot of people wouldn't have, you know, would, would, would sleep on him. And I know what type of player he is yeah. and what type of guy he is. So to see him –
1: being out there on Sundays is great. Yeah, I mean, you know what it's like to be slept on, bro. I mean, who was more slept on than Can't Catch Cow? And <laughs> you now said look at it, you, you said man. It. Now look at you, man. We, uh, you are uh, you are our favorite man. We root for you every single week. No We're question. so happy to, and again. When you caught that touchdown, I was like, <laughs> uh, it had to be against the Raiders. Had bro. to, man. It had to the be. The first one. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I hope that they continue for you, bro. I, I wish you guys played the Raiders every week, man. I really do. Uh, but continued success, man. And, uh, yeah, man, we'll be, we'll be rooting Stay for healthy, you. Stay healthy, bro. For sure, yeah. Appreciate it. Thank This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?